Thank you for joining us for Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. I am Ms. Shannon, joined as ever and as always by my friend and co-host Jaden Satia as we broadcast from the Twin Cities Film Fest studio. Hello, Jay. Hey, hey. And I just said forever and always, but I actually I missed you last episode. You left me hanging. Yeah, I had some work to do. I know. You were off being official. (laughs) Yeah, as much official as I can be. Um, (laughs) I had a work trip that I had to go to, so thanks for kind of making it happen. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry that I missed the con, but I'll I'll get them next time. For anybody who did not hear our last episode, uh, we did have the opportunity to uh, to, uh, do a live version of Be Our Geek on the road. We were at Console Room 2019, the local fan-run Doctor Who convention in town. So since Jake was busy. Uh, I, I had two of our friends who were kind enough to help us out. So our friend and author, Mr. Taylor Cisco, and then our friend and comic book artist extraordinaire, uh, Christopher Jones, came and helped me out. So it was a good time. So we got to talk to two of them. We had some great stories about some of the guests of honor that were at the Doctor Who convention, Jaden. So you could have schmoozed with some of the Doctor Who companions if you aren't off working. I, I was thinking about it. <laughs> you, were, you were in my... Uh well wishes. Ah, uh, well, thank I'm you. I'm glad it went well. Thank you, and I'm glad that everything uh, went well and for and you as well. The show sounded great, so um, kudos to the two special guests that joined us, and maybe they can just take my job. <laughs> no, 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 you, you are not replaceable. Oh, you can occasionally take a vacation if you need to, but in general, you're stuck with me. You, you can too, by the way. Oh well, thank you, thank you. The, the, the weeks that you take the vacation, we just won't have a show. Oh, okay, is that how it works? <laughs> so you can bail, but if I'm here, there's no show. Well, today is going to be fun, Jaden, because I don't know why it took us so long to get around to doing this because we do have a guest geek on every episode, yeah. and so we have somebody who's the expert in their field or just a big fan of a certain thing, and they come on and they talk about whatever they geek out about. Correct. And so we do talk about the Twin Cities Film Fest very often that you are the executive director of. So yep. we have a lot of Twin Cities Film Fest stories, but how has it taken? us so long to have our friend and your partner in crime the managing director of the twin cities film fest bill cooper honors our guest geek what were you and i just slip slip in did we figure he was busy moments even when the the best is a family member and the best (laughs) is a friend you just don't want to hang around with them anymore oh boom I wasn't going to go this there. This was not the case with <laughs> okay. Bill Cooper. You did let me finish. Okay. <laughs> I hang out with this <laughs> with him all day, every day. <laughs> but, I'm like, you're going to make him but, quit. But, you know, it, mm-hmm. life gets busy. And, yeah, I see Bill every single day. And um, the there's, you know how it is, like, you talk about a certain thing every single day. And right. And forget that we truly geek out about this stuff. Right. We're, like, we're truly living our passion here with the Twin Cities Film Fest and every single person that works with our organization. And again, passions within the industry. Some people are extremely passionate about uh, sound design, extremely passionate about directing, extremely passionate about networking with the uh, with the professionals and screenwriting. And literally, the first time I met uh, our special guest uh, today was um, on a film set. Right. Essentially. And we were both actors. Yes. And we always geek about geek out about acting. And so to answer your question, why has it taken us so long? And you know you've known I've Bill, known Bill for forever, years. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it's not like my fault. You didn't bring him up either. Oh now <laughs> listen, oh look you're just deflecting. You got your Wonder Woman bracelets on, Jaden. Look at you, you're like pling. I need that week <laughs> off to get my mojo. Am I gonna get to say anything? <laughs> Hello, Bill. They're kind of geeking out about me, and I'm like, okay. So, everyone, we are happy to introduce (laughs) to you our friend, 
the managing director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, Mr. Bill Cooper. He's an amazing actor. Your IMDb page is just banging. Thank it you is. very much. It yes. Is. You are also one of the foremost acting teachers and instructors here in the Twin Cities. So thank you for joining us. I'm so glad to and be Bill's here. Been are you o- kidding me? Only doing acting for the last what, 80 Thir- years? Thirty five years. <laughs> yeah, it's been thirty five years and I, I my I can still use my first headshot. <laughs> Well done. You should do you, have. Should you use your first headshot? Oh, no, that's not a good thing. Everyone can go to his website. It's BillCooper.com, and you can see all of the headshots he has. He has the actor headshot, like the mojo, just working so intensely. You have the steely blue eyes. That's your penetrating eyes. True. You have the the the, the lips slightly <laughs> aghast, slightly, slightly part, just slightly uh, parted. Slightly parted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know. Those are the trips. Tricks and trade. That, that, oh my gosh, that that's the don't mess out. with me. Right, he's that just high. Like, <laughs> every look has a purpose. I'm thinking <laughs> of the, the the sort of the Chicago PD look. There's one of those on there, I think, because uh-huh. most of the time I get cast as like a minister, nice guy, teacher. Little do they know I'm a holy terror sometimes. Oh, listen to that. I've heard him every once in a while get a little sassy. It's usually like two I Cabernets do. in. Like two, like <laughs> once you, <laughs> once Bill's two Cabernets in, I'm like, oh, things are going to get interesting. I get agreeable. <laughs> That's how I got involved in the festival. We split a bottle of wine and oh my God, he took advantage of me. Now, totally. And if somebody's going to totally. take advantage of me, it better be more than a film festival. I'm I know. You. You're like, how did I get sucked into this? <laughs> What did you put in my wine, Jaden Satia? But you've been with Jaden because we are coming up on our 11th year now, the Twin Cities Film Fest, right? Uh, 11th year since I first uh, got the organization Mm -hmm. up and running, but 10th year of the festival. This is a 10-year anniversary. And Bill, how did you get sucked into it at the beginning? Because I know this was like you two at the... I I remember you guys telling me the stories about when you had so few submissions that it was just the two of you (laughs) watching all of these and trying to decide what you were going to screen. Yeah, well, you know, as Jaden said, we, uh, we go back a long way as actors and we kept kind of seeing each other on shoots and different things we had some films together short films together at a at a film event and we sort of reconnected and um i ran into him one time and he said yeah i just got done being a doctor and i needed a doctor for a film i was working on i was like hey you want to be a doctor and actually (laughs) i was directing and i was the patient okay and uh, Naomi Dahlgren, who works for our festival, was actually my assistant on this thing. And so we did this short film. And then I, a little later on, we was like, hey, we're going to shoot. And he said, hey, you want to go out for drinks afterwards? And literally split a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. gnarly dudes, at <laughs> Triggs. And he said, the name I, of the bottle of the wine, though. That gnarly was true, dudes. but we're what gnarly dudes. We're <laughs> and he leaned across and he says, he says I, I really need to tell you something, but you can't say anything. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Is he, you know what's going on? And he did you think he was hitting on you? Did I you actually, like he was like, <laughs> well, I knew he was married and was sort of partnered. And I, but we're all in the arts, I you, know, kind of you know what? I was ready for anything right. after a bottle of wine, and uh, a good bottle of wine. yeah. And he said, you know what? I, I just I want to talk to you about this, and if you could keep in a wraps, and and he told me about it, and I took a deep breath and I said, get another bottle of wine. And at the bottom of the second, at the end of the second bottle, I said, I'll give you five years. Nice. That is the totally absolute did. truth. I totally said, I'll did. give you five years because he's a good business guy and, right. and an idea guy. And I'm kind of an organized guy and knew a lot of people. And uh, that's how the marriage started. And it is kind of like a marriage. We, we pretty much share. He's given me way more than five. <laughs> I have. <laughs> have we, did we even talk after five? I don't even no, remember. We just kept going. I think we, we just kept kind of going. Because it was growing, and we had yeah. good people around us, and there was momentum. And you know how it is. You're, if you're, quote, unquote, if you're the leader of an organization or a leader of a group, 
you're not the smartest person there. You're no. well, you're really good at grabbing other people who are smarter than you in specific. So you're saying I'm smarter. <laughs> I think where well, you know you are smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 up here doing my own thing on the side. Yeah, but we're still we're still actors at heart. Right. Oh my you god. You know, like Jay just got I a check today, and we geeked out about we getting did. a paycheck. Totally. Yeah. And I'm I'm as soon as I'm done here, I run off and I'm casting a feature film. So we're we're still workers. We're right. still people in the business. We just. Happened to spend an enormous amount of time helping you build the film community by film exhibition and education and all the other good things we do. Because that was where the first place I met you as well, Bill, is we were on a shoot together. Oh, I know. Kind of thing. I was a patient in that one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you always, you play ill very well, Mr. Cooper. But like, they, they <laughs> had me in, but they did have He looked like he, had, he was talking about having heart palpitations. He's like, I just, I, I can't think breathe. Think back. Mm. You're old too, but yes. remember... I was in a running suit because I was a very oh, athletic, yes. middle-aged guy whose heart started hurting when he was running. <laughs> running. <laughs> God, that was an ugly running suit. <laughs> it was very neonish. Was like there was neon, a lot of things going and it on. Had like elastic around the ankles. It was. It was not something I would have picked. <laughs> so I have a question, right, from an acting standpoint, uh, and if any of the listeners, uh, again, we have listeners all across the country. So there's people from LA listening, and New York, and Chicago, but there's a lot of people here in Minnesota that listen to us and. I get this question all the time. Can you actually make a living acting here in the Twin Cities? And you've been doing it for 35 years. And so talk a little bit about the the fact that the craft exists here. There is work yep. here. And it's not all glitz and glamour with like studio films. So talk a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? I would actually say, you know, a lot of times people, when, they s- when you say you're an actor, they say, well, why don't I know you? Right. Because so many actors are like on the front of People Magazine and Entertainment Tonight. And so there are that... There's that small group of actors everybody knows. And right. that's, a, that's an important thing, much like elite athletes or any of that kind of stuff. But the reality is, is there's so many more working horse sort of actors, the ones that do voiceovers and print stuff and m- marketing things and spokesperson stuff, um, that, that that's a whole group of actors that doesn't necessarily get the recognition. But it pays your mortgage if, right. you, if you balance out a good product and if you balance it with a good business. Mm-hmm. And because we live in a, <clears throat> a metro area in Minnesota, but in a particular metro area with a lot of Fortune 500 companies, we've all worked for them. Right. Best Buy, Target, um, Medtronic, mm-hmm. uh, National Car, Toro. We, we, we just work for these. So if you, if you want to be an actor day in and day out, that doesn't mean you act every day, but if you want to keep working at your craft, if you're willing – to do commercials. Right. If you're willing to do a little video on a website and not not think of I'm doing this to get an Academy Award someday, if you're doing it And it's not always indie film. Sometimes it's I'm talking about United Healthcare. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Exactly. Well and and having done this for so long, you know, years ago I used to be, you know, like the first time home buyer and the yes. young executive and then pretty soon you're the mid management and then you're father of the bride and then you now I'm hearing aids. <laughs> You all saw my picture of me come falling out of a chair, the yeah. lift chair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, my age well, is like. I've I, seen you on commercials in L.A. when I'm traveling. Oh, completely. And I texted you like, oh, my God, Bill, I just saw you in the hurricane commercial. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good thing. But you know what? Matthew McConaughey does commercials. Right. Charlize Theron does commercials. Right. Sean Penn does. We, it, commercial is good money. Right. If we don't think of it as like, okay, we're going to change the world and change some social relevance. Mm-hmm. But. Take it for its work, you right. know. Just take the work. So that's how yeah. many of us have have been able to sort of parlay, sort of the little here, little here, big things, small things, and then hopefully along the way. For instance, I'm in a webisode in fre- in February. You know, that's something that 
pays a smaller amount of money, but it's interesting. It's a good filmmaker, a project I kind of want to work on. And so those come along every once in a while, but it's not what pays your bills every month necessarily. <laughs> so We are going to get some more some more great information from our guest geek this week, Bill Cooper. And we are also going to, I thought this would be fun, because the Academy Award nominations are coming out on Tuesday. So yes, the Tuesday next week um, from when we are actually brought uh, doing this episode. So I thought it would be fun to have mm-hmm. you two as our film experts. Sure. Oh, yeah. Make your guesses on what films will end up on that Academy Awards nominee list. So we're going to cover that yeah, with... The actors and supo- supporting actors, the whole thing. Yeah, so we're going to cover I'm that. I'm ready for that. And we're going to get some more information from Bill Cooper about uh, what it's like being an actor and then also what it's like to be an acting instructor when we return here on Be Our Geek. Welcome back to Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something. Again, I'm Miss Shannon. Jayden Satia is here as we broadcast from the Twin Cities Film Fest studio. And you already had a chance to kind of get to know this week's guest geek, Mr. Bill Cooper. Again, you can find all his info at BillCooper.com. So, Bill, so you've been Mm -hmm. acting for quite some time. Mm -hmm. How do you make that transition and go, I'm going to not only be an actor, I'm going to help other people be better actors and start doing workshops and being an instructor? Yeah, you know, I, I... I'm I'm glad you asked because actually it's been a really incredible, as I look back at the last 15 years or so that I've been a coach, it's been a really um, rewarding thing to do. And I actually never planned on it necessarily. Okay. It just sort of happened. I had an acting colleague who was teaching a workshop at the time for an organization. And she said, hey, I they're looking for substitutes. I have to miss once in a while. Could you just come in and substitute? Okay. And when you first get in the business and I was having some success, everybody and their brother was like, I want to get into this. Can I take you out for drinks? Can I okay. take you out for coffee? <laughs> and you find yourself one-on-one with these people over and over again. And you're like, I, you know, I remember I was working for a cable company producing stuff and about five people asked about it. And I was like, let's all meet after work one day and I'll show you my headshots. Just take care of all this stuff. Right. So I just started out as subbing for a person and the school at the time said, do you want to start your own classes? Cause I had a sort of, affinity for it and when you spend as much time as you have on as I have on sets and auditioning over the years and I decided I I did a little for the school and I was kind of like they actually had me write curriculum and I was like why am I doing this for somebody else right I want to do it myself so I talked to my partner at the time and said hey can we I start teaching a little bit in the lower level of our house and less than a year later I got my own space studio and it's happened ever since it's it's really rewarding when I sit on watch movies and i'm like that's my student that's my student oh, that's my student or, or I, commercials and when you or see commercials i'm like oh my gosh i go out to la and i'll connect with 30 or 40 of the kids mm-hmm. adults uh, that i've helped it's really really rewarding so when people are coming to your classes bill is mm-hmm. it kind of a similar thing to i have friends that take improv classes and sometimes they want to just be better at life and sometimes yep. they're like this is a skill that i need to use yep. every day so is that kind of with acting is there ever people that are like I'm just going to be a hobbyist and always need it. I think there's, number one, I like to help. You know what? I help people in general, just an (laughs) FYI, because my background is not only acting, it's also in communications and things, public speaking and that kind of stuff. I actually coach stand-up comics, Mm -hmm. ministers, public speakers, opera singers. Wow, okay. That are trying to emote more. Now, the bread and butter is actors, but 
people want to become better at communicating so they'll come to me right you know what the way i always look at it is this my job isn't necessarily to take someone and send them figure out what journey they should go on i try to work with someone and if if all they have time is to do this part-time a little beer and retirement money or something right. i'll try and help them move them forward in this community with the kind of skills that they have a lot of people come and they say hey i want to be here for a while you know get my f- you know, a little background, and eventually want to go to another market. Okay. And I'm like, I can maybe help you prepare for all of that as well. The big thing for me, however, when I start working with someone is I always talk about, I'm not here to do it for you. I'm okay. here to help shepherd you through the process. I can get you on the porch, but I can't get you in the house. Okay. And so the couple things that drive me crazy when I first meet people are people that's like, I'm, I want to be an actor so I can be rich and famous. <laughs> And I love to be the center of attention. And yeah. I, I pretty much that makes me just cringe right. because it's not why any of us r- should really be doing anything. We should be doing it because we like doing it. And if it leads to that, you know, to be a famous chef or to be a famous author, whatever it is, we should do what we like and see where it takes us. It sounds like it would be really depressing if you set out with that motivation because no, I mean, it's work for me. everyone I can't mean, be. I, <laughs> I only wanted to do it because I wanted to be on the Academy Awards. <laughs> accepting the award and i think i'm on my way so i'd have to say i know um, <laughs> i was just trying to get Jaden to get on the just get us in the edit. i want to be able to vote like so i'm like you just need to get big enough yeah. that we get to vote, vote. Jayden. just work on that well and again as, as people who watch a lot of films and stuff you know unfortunately films that have a big budget and all that can promote the heck out of films that so millions and millions of people see them but we see the most fantastic performances done in in films that are made for thirty thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars so you know it's a group of people voting on their peers um i always tell my students that move to la or wherever i say if you ever make it on the academy awards nominate for an oscar or get to make a speech don't forget to say my name (laughs) Like write that one down. After you thank a spouse or a loved one or a significant other, and a deity, (laughs) you know, thank any all that kind of stuff. But don't forget Bill Cooper. But don't do it when the music is starting. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) really. Yeah, I don't want to be. No, I, I, I always figure, um, you know, or people will say, I wouldn't have moved out here without you, or I wouldn't be where I am without you. And I always that makes me really crazy because I'm like, I don't want to. Uh, you know, you, if it doesn't go good, I don't want to be part of that. If it goes really good, I don't necessarily have to be part of that either. So okay. I try to equip people to find their journey, find their passion, create an environment for people to learn and grow if it goes great. If they come up and after one session, I've had people say, so do you think I can make it? Wow. And, and you're I, like, let's make it? I, well, make it you're absolutely tomorrow, right. Let's make it. Mm-hmm. You know, or they'll commiserate over one audition or one project. I'm like, listen. It's salespeople don't think about one sales call. You right. think of you think of the long haul. It's not one audition, one scene, one relationship. You know, you want to do the best you can as you go. Put something together. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, but it's starting a business. So if you don't think of it as starting a business, you're not starting out. With Bill, the right do you have attitude. a favorite genre? Oh yeah, I okay. love character-driven dramas. Okay, character-driven dramas. It maybe it's because that's sort of the kind of stuff that I end up getting work on. Okay. But character-driven dramas. Okay. See, I think that's what's one of your favorite uh, because you have different types of uh, classes you teach. There's audition tag, yep, audition techniques, and um, what are your what's one of your favorite classes to teach, and why is that? Um, Well, I I have to say, 
what two obvious things come to my mind. I teach an advanced film scene study class, which means everybody in the class is there and they're invited to be there. I don't teach that class for anybody that hasn't worked with me up to a certain point. Okay. So by then I already I've already tuned into who this person is, what they're capable of or what I think they're capable of. It's also a class where we swear a lot, we okay. kiss, we get violent. I bring in a fight choreographer. So it's a class that that through me and the collaborative nature of everybody in there, um, everybody just moves into a whole new place because wow. you just thrust them in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very fun. But I would also say I don't teach this class very often, but I really love teaching write, act, direct. Okay. And that's a class where you pretty much take actors who also maybe have an interest in writing and or directing, much like Jodie Foster, mm -hmm. much like Bradley Cooper. You know, I think... All of us over time, I mean, I write my own monologues and stuff. Um, so it's, again, a class where everyone has to write stuff, act in stuff, and direct stuff. The more you know, the better you are with the whole process. So I also love teaching that class. I just don't teach it very often because you really have to have the right people, and it takes a heck of a lot of time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, just people are – every week they're writing, and then they're casting, and then you – Everybody makes little short films. It's a crazy great class. Who's one of your favorite actors of all time? Of all times, Tom Hanks. Oh, why? Oh, why? Mm -hmm. Well, a couple reasons. Number one, <clears throat> I think first of all, when we start picking favorites, or even when anybody goes to a movie, you tend to pick someone that you're most like. Okay. If you're a teenager, you'll kind of, ooh, what's the teenager doing? If you're an older person, you what? What are the older people doing? Right. Tom Hanks is probably one or two years either older or younger than I'm I'm not necessarily I'm not sure right but this actor he's got range he's easy I understand he's easy to work with if you look at his resume he just doesn't have a bad movie right I I, I go to a movie with him in it and I always feel sully I cried <laughs> like crazy back-to-back -back Oscars who I just think he's the epitome of a great actor so let's look at let, let's get um, kind of like bookends of one. Uh, what movie would you pick that you think has just amazing acting in it? And then we're going to follow up with what's a movie that you're like, this movie is so overrated. The acting is terrible. Like of all time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Ask that question again. OK, I so we'll start with the positive. So okay. we'll start with the what's a movie which is like maybe this movie is underrated, but the acting is amazing. All in this across movie. the board. Yes. You can pick whatever genre you want, Bill. Oh my gosh! You guys are putting me on the and spot. It, it could be a recent film. You yeah. Saw. It doesn't mm -hmm. So you don't have to go back to the oh. annals of film oh. history. Can we talk about one though that was just this year? Because yeah. I would talk about Green Book. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh so, so my talk gosh! About, so talk mm -hmm. about the acting, acting, and what made you just say that? Um, here's what I would I would say. You know, you you don't want to see acting. Right. Acting is something you don't want to see. I used to do stage work. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I did a play in New York, and I did a lot of. I always feel like when I watch something in stage, and I go to the Guthrie, I go to stuff. I sort of see acting because okay. it's so big. When you when you watch something like Green Book, you know, Mahershala Ali and Vigo, you these guys are so lost in this story and these characters and I laughed so much more than I thought I was going to laugh because if we go to movies, we don't talk about what happens, we talk about how movies make us feel. Right. Did you I laughed, I cried, I cheered, I I was afraid. Mhm. Mm um, and so this was a film that I was through every single emotion. I got choked up at times. I laughed. Um, and I just thought their performances were just, it was an unbelievable, you know, it's a road movie. Right. And those can sometimes be so stupid. Yes. <laughs> 
They can be really stupid. Wrong turn was not stupid. <laughs> yeah. They could be so stupid. And uh, no, none of this made me think it was going to be stupid. I just was so much more entertained, but I knew I would be affected. So I was completely affected by the performances. I, it's really one of my favorite movies. Like, it's it's coming out at the right time with the right people. Sorry, oh, I just can't say enough about the film. Oh, good, because that might be part of our conversation oh, later when we're I talking hope about so. Academy Awards. I, I, I just go on. I geek out about it every time people talk about films. Okay. So what's a film that you're like, you know, a lot of people saw this movie, but I think the acting was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think genre. I, yeah, yeah, but I think back of like, okay, Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell or what was, <laughs> what was that? You know, nope. the Peter Pan movie. Peter Pan like the acting movie? was terrible. <gasps> oh my God! I, you know what? And I hate to, you know, it's like I, you know, I use a, uh, I use a scene in one of my classes uh, that um, uh, people just. D- oh, I'm trying to think of the at the singer. She she was in. Um, Oh my God! You guys should Barbara put me on Streisand? the spot. No, no, no. Young, young, Duffy, Duff, Hillary Duff, Hillary Duff, Hillary, Hillary Duff. Duff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, we watched the scene of Hillary Duff crying, and she does a credible job. And everybody in the class is like, "Oh, I hate her." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, you don't know her, first of all. And number one, she probably got paid five million dollars for doing this film, so mm-hmm. I would shut up right. <laughs> <laughs> until <laughs> you make five million dollars." But I think that an example of Julie Roberts, I thought that was just so painful. Okay, and part of it is because I think it's like. People don't not understand this necessarily. I see the actors like, I want to do it all. Guess what? Actually, we can't do it all. We right. think we can, but I want to do comedy. I want to do drama. Jim Carrey is a comedic actor. Right. He does a credible job in some of the things, but he's a comedic actor. Right. Melissa McCarthy, she's a comedic actor. She's a character actor. Those kind of things. Julie Roberts is a leading lady. Yes. She's a leading lady, and she was trying to do this crazy character thing, and it just, just didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. Sorry, Julia. No, that's okay. I thought it would. I mean, again, let's not feel bad for her. She got paid a lot of money to be oh, Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. I, you know, completely. You know? <laughs> well, just like any other project, like the majority of these leading actors take on things that they may not be passionate about, mm-hmm. but they then that allows them the fortitude to go and do an independent film, which yep. they really care about. So. Sometimes that actually shows on screen. Like you really don't care about. Oh, this. you right. called it in. Oh you, gosh, you totally. Are, you are literally just reading that. We read it and read it. Like there was no acting there. You just read it. I got to be honest with you. And just read it. That's how I felt. William Defoe was in Aquaman. I'm sure. like, I don't feel like he wanted to be there. Yes. I think he was like, I don't get this character. I barely want right. to do this, but they're paying me a lot of money to show up and be a primary character. I was like, I've seen him be amazing and stuff. Oh yeah, this was whack. It was like, <laughs> it was bad enough that I went and got a second bottle of wine in the middle of the movie. You're kidding. I hated well, it's also a long ass movie. It is. Oh my oh. God, that movie. And there's like so much talking. Have you seen what? it yet, Bill? Oh, yes, I have. Oh my gosh, so much talking in a movie that's supposed to be an action Why movie. Why did you go to that movie, Bill? Uh, my spouse really wanted to go. Because of? Well, we kind of think the leading guy is kind of good looking. <laughs> he is good looking, but, but it was distracting because they gave two, they gave a whole host of good looking people garbage to say. Exactly. It was like, you know, because I, I think they're all decent actors. Yes, I think that they have done I good work. I, but I would have liked him a lot more had he been shirtless like two thirds of the movie instead of the fighting, last just 10%. Fighting. Just keep fighting. I feel the same way though, like Avengers and all. Yeah. So no. crucified. For no, this. why? I, I, I. Some of those kind of films, they just seem so slapped together. Let's throw these. You know, there's a flimsy story. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody looks great, but everybody sort of gets their fight. Jade and I pick these movies apart all the time. That's mostly no, what we do. Okay, so, I mean, we are very particular about well, our geek films. We are not true. afraid to pick them I, apart. But I'm also very careful because as a person who just directed a feature in June, just saw a, you know, it's a picture lock. We're going to music. We watch tons, hundreds of films every year. I know how much work it takes to just get a film done. So right. I always hate to be overly, overly critical. But my brain is like, if you got a millions and millions of dollars to make a movie let's let's do and something bill, and when bill, bill says like we watch hundreds and hundreds of movies we do literally bill and i watch hundreds, <laughs> and hundreds <laughs> of movies hundreds of movies that's why year. when it's something that's a very pop culture genre film i always wonder whether you've seen it bill like i can usually tell what particular type of popcorn yeah. jayton cuz he and I have similar mentalities, so yes. I can go yes. like there. And he's one of the few people that can give me a list. There are very worthy movies out there that I know that I should watch. Yes, and have no. I'm not going to do it. Like I'm like, and he'll go. You should watch. I'm like, you are correct. We'll and talk, I'm gonna, we'll I'm talk, not going to see. We'll it. talk about it at the Oscar when you bring that up. Oh yeah, because there's going to be a whole bunch of those movies. Where I'm like, I'm not watching. And, this. and trust <laughs> me, as as you young people talk about this, for me too, I always go. I'm getting older. Can I can I devote two hours to this? If it's a, you know, but it's still a word of mouth. I have certain friends that if I'm iffy on a movie and a certain friend says, oh, you should see it, I will absolutely see it because I trust that person's opinion. But I, I do try and stay in touch with the pop culture stuff, though, right. because there's still movies of our time. There's mm-hmm. still movies that, you know, you know, crazy, crazy, age, rich, crazy agents, rich agents. That mm-hmm. ch- look at our year, you know, mm-hmm. that that put a lot more uh, people uh, Asian background, Asian Americans up on the screen that that changed the way we look at things. So, the Black Panther the same way. If it wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie, but it just created this dialogue. It created these experiences. Both films for me were very predictable, but okay. they were still worth seeing. Right. So let's move on to we are going to talk about our Academy Awards now. And I thought that this would be a fantastic opportunity since I have you two experts and of Bill my friends. Said, get up on the stage. Bill. Get up on the stage. <laughs> What and you now, you, <laughs> <laughs> you would be a great voice actor for this one. They don't need a host; they should just no, let you do all the voiceover. Totally, they should just have. That's right. It should just be VO. And welcome yes. to the ni- 2019 oh Academy Awards. <laughs> oh boy, that would be perfect. I think we should do that. I don't think we need a host. No. The show's already too long, so why give another person? They they're having a difficult but they get time. To change clothes a couple times. Oh, I don't I even like, care. Yeah, I <laughs> just change voiceover a couple times. Maybe that would work. You can go. You can find like a female yeah, voice really. actor. And you guys can rotate I'm through. You. you can go from your tenor to like somebody that's like a baritone completely, to somebody that's a soprano. Completely. They'll just move through. So, um, the thing I am the person that I do have a tendency to like the pageantry of award shows, so I will mm-hmm. do my best to watch them. I'll be honest with you, I, I tried to be that person a few years ago where I would at least, once the awards nominations had come out, I tried to go and see all of the films. That was a worthy endeavor that I completely failed. I was like, <laughs> I did not do it. Well, you're a mom. Right. you got all sorts of things going you know, on. And but there yeah. were a list of, of, of films that I'm like, these are probably all very worthy films. As I mentioned before, Jay, don't go, you should see this. And then I just, I'm like, I'm sure that is an excellent movie that I am not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you guys will, will balance out the curve. Because we're going to go through the big ones. I'm obviously not going to go through all of the categories because that's where the reason why this awards show is too long. I'm with you. Um, and Jayton and I had talked earlier about when they were going to add in that best popular film garbage that they then decided to scrap that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. So. 
Again, remind everybody that's listening, we're doing this the week before the nominations will come out. So we can go ahead and talk about this and then see how correct you are. Because um, do it's you... It's March Madness. Yes, it is like your March Completely. Madness. So let's start with Best Picture. And so Best Picture, like, it, it, let me get this right. It could have, like, a minimum of, like... Five, five to, to ten, five like yeah, so, yep. and so they so that's a fluctuating number of people that can be in there. Do you think that this year, based upon the films that came out within the time period that was eligible, that we're going to have a lot of films in the running or not so many films? In I'm the gonna running? guess eight. Eight. Okay, so you're going with eight. So I'm like, and I'm I'm going through. I kind of went through a dump, bunch of different articles online, and I kind of averaged out yep. what I thought okay. they were going to do. Okay. So I'll go from this one. And you could tell me if you think that we're missing anybody, if there's anything. So okay. when I averaged out, I saw A Star Is Born came up on a lot of lists. Do yep. you guys agree? Yeah, agree. Okay. No, this is for best picture. For best, best picture, picture. Uh, Black Klansman came up on a lot of lists. Did you guys think that that for sure will make that list? I did not. You do not. Okay, Bill. What do you think? Uh, you know what? It's one I haven't seen. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's going to make the list. Okay, that's a possibility. I will put a little mark by it. We don't think that one. We will don't make think it's going to make the list because you both said we don't think Correct. it. So that's a Dina. Okay, how about Green Book? We talked about yes, that. Yes, it will absolutely okay. make the list. We yes, it that. just won the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So what about Roma? Have either of you had a chance to see that yet? I've seen Roma, and I think it will make. Okay, because I know that there is a lot of buzz out there in all of the channels that I pay attention yes. to talking about that film. So, Jaden, what is Roma about? Just for all of us laymans out there that have not seen it and probably will not watch it. It's an inner redo film, and it's, uh, it's a Netflix original. It's about this. Uh, it's a Mexican family, so it's all it's foreign language, and it's about specifically about this woman. Um, and it's housekeeper it's kind housekeeper. of woman. Housekeeper, yeah. It's her day to day life and the trials and tribulations. But the it, the reason it will get nominated for best picture, um, and it's not a story that I mean, it's not an extraordinary story by any means. It's just your day to day. It, the reason it will get nominated is because of the stylized way it was shot. It is okay. cinematographically probably one of the most beautiful films I've seen in a while. So um, that plus some really, 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 as we're talking about acting, solid, solid acting from people you don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that that is going to put it over the edge. And again, That's what we'll, it seems we'll like. the director as well. So. Now, we had one other film that came up on a lot of the websites I was looking at that, again, it was another one that I feel is a very worthy film that I probably am not going to watch. Um, the Favorite, are you both familiar with this one? Yes. The okay. Festival, the favorite is pop- the favorite was not my favorite. Okay. <laughs> was one of was not Why my favorite. Why is that? Um it's it's a it's a kitschy. It's it's weird. It's such a esoteric film. Okay. I think the acting is really really good in it as a construct. I just th- I think the film falls short. Now, that being said, and you can disagree with me. I think it will be nominated because of the caliber of the talent that is in the film. Yeah, I think you're. I think it's going to end up being nominated. You okay. know, it's a period drama or a period comedy actually, based on a true story. I, I thought I was going to like it more, and I I didn't like it that much. Okay. But um, you know, as I talked to some colleagues here at the festival office, Sabra was like, she loved it. Okay. She loved it. All of the the, the lead actress. She just won the Golden Globe. Yes. The other two are constantly nominated. They're they're you know you've got Academy Award winning actors in it. 
I, I think it's going to be It'll nominated. It'll at least be on the list. It'll, be, okay. at It'll least be, be on, on the list. list. All right, now we're getting to some other ones that I um, have at least heard of and probably watched these, and you know, kind of thing. So we'll get to, we did mention Black Panther. Do we think that that is going to end up in the best picture yeah. category? Yeah. Okay, yep. which I am very happy for. Um, if it doesn't, I think it'll be one of those big snubs, like when The Dark Knight. Everybody's like, it's for yep. sure gonna at least get nominated, if they were and then do it a didn't. Popular category. They were doing it because of Black Panther. Right. <laughs> like they were literally doing it because of Black Panther. So when they scratch that, they better put Black Panther <laughs> in the best picture category. Because by right. the way, it deserves it. It's a really good solid. Well, what movie. I yep, mm-hmm. I liked it. I mm-hmm. liked it because it also had there was some. We talked about action movies a little bit before. It was it had some heart. You know right. where this person Correct. came from. There was some essence behind it and all that kind of stuff so i think it'll be nominated. we have a few more slots if we're going with the uh the the guess that we're gonna have eight uh pictures in the best picture category this year so what do you guys think about vice i know that that seems to be the one that there's a lot of discussion so, and back and forth it's very polarizing whether that one is good is so a good movie a terrible movie I'm, so i liked i liked the film okay uh, i loved the acting christian mm-hmm. bale but that's kind of what you expect from christian bale it's just character actor to the to the t um, if you liked the big short, okay. which you would like Vice. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. So in that capacity, I don't know. I think Vice came out a little too late. People are just now seeing it. Yep. So it might hurt it that it came out a little bit too late. So that's season. a maybe? That's a maybe for me. Okay. That I don't know. I think it will be. No- I, I, I think I, it'll I be nominated because Christian Bale is probably the first front runner right now for best actor yeah. and i think it goes hand in hand okay um and and politics it's it's political i right. actually wished it would have come out a number of years ago because okay. it's it's been a while it's a little dated well it's a little dated but I mean, is we've it, had it it's a little dated but not dated enough yeah that's what i kind of felt like it wasn't it was like it's just an homage to datedness completely, like not completely completely okay what about bohemian rhapsody what do you guys think about I, that it will be nominated it'll be nominated okay. once again you know, as you mentioned Kristen bale being a front runner i actually think robbie malik will be the front runner okay yeah uh, maybe okay. i could absolutely be uh, you know some of the other award shows kind of do drama and comedy or right. drama musical comedy when the academy awards throws it all together right shakes it all up which will be interesting because there is such a little smorgasbord like a little stew in these categories a couple of the ones that were maybe uh, that people were kind of like teetering with i know uh we house had some mentions of if beale street could talk mm-hmm. literally my favorite film of the year okay yeah. so we so think I should that move up if we or should we have instead of eight or should we have nine or should we the, kick somebody out? No, I, I'm not going to kick anybody off. Okay. Because all of those are deserving film. Now, do I think if Beale Street could talk could make the best picture list? Uh, no. Not with the contenders that we currently gotcha. have. Gotcha. If they wanted to maximize and have 10, then yes. It is. Like, if I were to cut it off, and I'm going to say 8, mm-hmm. but if there was a 9 and a 10, then Beale Street well, would be Well, and Barry it. Jenkins is hot. You know, uh-huh. right. It's like he's kind of on a roll. and uh, Beale Street, like I said, is my favorite film of the year. Okay, yep. and then I know First Man. People were talking about First Man a lot. You rolled your eyes, Jaden. Do you think maybe or not? Maybe I thought it was overhyped. Um, I, I, you know, it's a good. Obviously, it's based on a true story. Uh, the acting is solid. I just don't think it makes the top. I don't think it makes the best picture. I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, changing culture at all. It's. Now, I know one of the things they make a big deal about is best director. I'm going to skip this during our conversation because it's one of the ones where I'm bored. I kind of go, okay, sure. I know that the d- director is important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to see them talk. I don't, you know, and we, and some of the people that are on this list are people that have probably talked at the festival as just a layperson. Their speeches are always boring to me. What do you guys think? 
there is no <laughs> doubt that uh, sometimes you know it's much like screenwriters or something. Right. You know, sometimes these these men and women are. Spike Lee should win that award. <laughs> just give just give them. He money. was he is on just the list. Bradley Cooper's man. there. Oh no, no you're absolutely our right. friend Peter Farrelly is on there. Peter I mean, Farrelly, if we did I for like, he was yeah. great. You know, from he's Green Book. from a comedy to a to to more or less a dramedy. Yep. Um, Give, Ryan Coogler, if he elect us to, he even elects to attend, you know, might be thrown in that list for Black give, Panther. Give you never Spike know. Lee. Just he, give it to Spike he, Lee. He, you know how it is when they finally gave it to Scorsese, right? Yeah. G- give it it's to Spike. Like, yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. I, yeah, and you're absolutely right. I just think directors tend to be uh, technicians and yes. you know all that kind of stuff. They're not spokespeople necessarily. No. So we run out in the festival. Sometimes it's like, do you know how to talk? Correct. Yeah. Tell you us make about great your, work. Tell us about your film. That's not a trick question. <laughs> Tell us about your film. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one that I'm just sitting at home going, okay, I'm going to go get popcorn. All right. Let's get to the other ones I do like. I do enjoy Best Actress and Best Actor. Yes. So those are the ones that we all know these people, and they are probably going to give a fantastic speak. Yep. So let's start with Best Actress, ladies first. Um, so uh, on the list of what I saw as I was aggregating things out on the Internet, uh, Glenn Close came up quite often with The Wife. Have you guys seen yep. The Wife? I have not seen The Wife. I have not seen The Wife. It went ah. in and out, and okay. I've heard really good things. She won the Golden Globe. Is it something that would be on your list to add into the hundreds of films that you both watch? Does this have some sort of resonance I with you where you want to see it? I didn't know The Wife existed. Gotcha. Okay, like, It was one enough. of those things, as soon as Glenn Close won, and the, or at least when we were hearing the Golden Globe, like, and Golden Globe like, goes to Glenn Close. I'm like, Glenn Close was nominated for what now? Like, <laughs> what's this movie? Now, that might be my fault because we are so buried in film. And right. Completely. It's coming out like such a fast pace. Yes. I, I, I hadn't heard of it. I, I hadn't actually heard of it either, but okay. um, she just won the, the Critics' Choice mm-hmm. uh, Critics, Critics yep. Choice Awards and, you know, won Golden Globes. She she tied, actually, with Lady Gaga, but uh, it she's a credible actor. Right. So um, she should be on the list if, it, if yes. it's... Okay. Uh, just because we haven't seen it, I still support it. And then you did make uh, mention of Lady Gaga. Yep. She's, of course, getting a lot of buzz out there. We know she's going to be on the list, right? If not, that means that sure. the world has tilted on well, its access to something I weird I think happened, you're right? absolutely right. I think there's a couple things uh, going in her favor, obviously. I think they'll win Best Song. Okay. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want Lady Gaga for sure there because she wears these fabulous dresses. Yes. So, I She'll mean, be you, entertaining. You've got to be nominated yes. for sure. Yes. How about Olivia Coleman from The Favorite? I think she's a dark horse. I okay. Think she, I think it, I, that would not surprise me if, if she won the Best Actress. Speaking of dark horses, uh, Melissa McCarthy is on the list a lot for her uh, role in Can oh, You Ever Forgive, forgive me, me, which we also showed at the, yeah, the festival. Yeah, Twin Cities Film Fest. Um, I think she did a solid, solid job. I actually liked... Um, um, her supporting actor mm-hmm. uh, more okay. Richard uh, Richard uh, Grant mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. more I think he made her better as okay. an actress in the film um, uh, again Melissa McCarthy you think about her as a comedic actor yes so this is obviously not that role so I could see you know when Steve uh, Steve Carell right kind of broke through so this is Melissa McCarthy's chance to break through that could uh, genre a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they also have been throwing around Emily Blunt from Mary Poppins Returns. Do you think no. that that's just a little like I a fun popcorny type thing? I was a little surprised to see that. It is. Uh, didn't uh, the Quiet Place come out earlier this year? 
Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I would have nominated the Emily Blunt for Quiet Place. Oh my God! And not Mary <laughs> you guys, I, I, in the and, Quiet and, Place, and Quiet I Place, they're saying that that's that, that's one of those ones that all the lists I saw they were in those categories that we don't pay attention to, like best sound editing yeah, and best sound yeah, this. Yeah. That one is like but best sound, sound editing for, for the Quiet, quiet place. place. Right. I understand, exactly. but the acting that oh. Emily Blunt does, like this, I don't know if you've anybody, you better go see this movie. But like that being said. Oh. Like her giving birth in the oh my in god, the, I, it was the bathtub. Oh, she has to be. Qu- it was oh my tense. god, oh yeah, I will not be watching acting. that. It was very tense acting no. today. That's acting. Oh okay. my god, I was so tense. I yelled like I <laughs> and I grabbed the arm. I was okay. So that should get bumped up though. Okay, so we'll no, look I, for that. Uh, I would re- I would replace. I would I would keep Emily Blunt, but just change for the that movie. movie. Okay. <laughs> How about um, Elsie Fisher from Eighth Grade? That's the that name is so under there. Wow. I thought that How old is she now? Like fifteen, sixteen, uh, no, no, something like that. Yeah, um, I think Bo Burnham did a really great job, and I think he could be up there for best director. Honestly, um, I, I think she, I think she played herself, okay, more or less, which actually makes it more believable. Yes, typically an actor is supposed to just play the character okay. who they are. So, I, I don't know if I would elevate because again. Best actress is five. You don't yes. have five to ten. Right. And right. there are a lot of, I was surprised that there were some films in here that I'd super, I was like, I didn't know Nicole Kidman was in a movie this year. I did not see Destroyer or even remember seeing a poster for it. But I saw it on the website mm-hmm. that she might be up for one. And I thought maybe that was just because she's Nicole Kidman. Well, I'm but like, she was also in Boy Raced. Mm-hmm. She was also in. Um, she could have gotten a Best you Supporting know, Actress, not for that, yeah. Yeah, there's a, she's was in a couple. I think she's still working. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that she's out there and she is keeping busy. So that'll be interesting. And they also were maybe uh, uh, Elitza Apraccio from Roma. That yeah. name is kind of out there. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see okay. if that goes. So I think that that's a very diverse category for Best Actress this I year. I would say. It's a very strong yep. Now, Best Actor. Again, we only have five. So we'll see how this goes. And so the names that we're seeing, you guys let me know if you think any of these are odd. So Christian Bale. Yep. You guys think? Yep. Okay. Yep. Bradley Cooper from yes. A Star is Born. Sure. <laughs> you don't sound very No, no, convinced. no. I feel good about it. I okay. Th- he's great. Rami Malek from yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it was great. Viggo Mortensen from Green Book. We all mm-hmm. said we liked yep. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, John David Washington from Black Klansman. See, I, uh, I liked Black Klansman, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was, if there was like the, the, was it the SAG Awards that give the best yes. ensemble? Mm-hmm. I could see him and the other, like Adam Driver is in the film. Yes. As well. yeah, like yeah, I yeah. could see them as a collective. Okay. Being a strong acting cast together. I sure. just still can't give it alone to, because I've seen other things that John David Washington has been in. Yes. He kind of played the same kind of character. Oh, so me. that's just his jam. That was kind of his jam. Okay. I, it wasn't a bad thing. I think he was a right he was well, I hope right. that he wins just because our friend Dean Edwards does a really good Denzel and John David Washington, and so we can have just Dean Edwards well, come in and just the, the pretend other, that he was at the award show. The so. other thing I would like to see, and again, these guys are all worthy of it, but if you notice, there's a sort of pattern of, you know, even for best pictures, best actor, it's actors portraying people from history. Correct. And it would be nice to have an actor play a new role that's not based on something right. from history. You know, what I uh, just... John Krasinski for A Quiet Place. Oh, so you guys, I, I think oh that that's God. on our list of things that we're going to... Because that didn't even pop up as an option. There were some other people you know that were why? throwing around Willem Dafoe from At Eternity's early. Gate. Yeah, yeah. Here's the exact same thing happened with uh, Get Out. It yes. came out too, yeah. too early, early and it was so good that mm-hmm. people forget about like the fact that it existed. I, I had to ask that question to you guys. You're like, did, did it come out? Did A Quiet Place come out in 2018? Yes, of yes it did. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. That year, it seems like it was so long ago, and it just happened. All right, so no, no big surprises. We don't think nope. in Best Actress, Rebecca. No. Okay, Best Supporting Actress. We'll do these: Best Supporting Actress and Best Supporting Actor. Again, when I was looking at these things online, it was all the names that I knew. It wasn't anything that I was surprised by, and I was a little disappointed in that. Um, so Regina King. I feel like she, I personally want her to win, even though I have not seen any of the films of any of these people that were nominated. Oh, my. But I have seen her out do news, doing her interviews. I just adore her. I just should win the best. Everything about her is just fantastic. Amy Adams is great as well. Amy Adams is getting kicked around for advice. Uh, Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone, both for the favorite. You know, I think they're going to cancel each other out. Okay. I don't don't think they're going to. Claire Foy in First Man was an I option love, as well. I think Claire Foy is a, such a great actress, period. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't, I, if it was Regina King or Claire Foy, I'd be good with either of them. I did feel like there were a few wild cards that were out there. They were kicking around Linda Cardellini from Green Book, sure. also Nicole she Kidman. She also was great. Yes, she and this is when uh, Nicole Kidman did have an option when I was doing some deep diving, oh. and I did a few people thought from mm-hmm. Boy Race that she might get a Best Supporting Actress nod um, for Boy Race. <sighs> I actually think best actress category, supporting actress category is more of a tougher category than okay. best actress category to mm-hmm. slip in five out of these amazing performances that mm-hmm. we've seen. And that's where uh, Michelle Yeoh from Crazy Rich Asians yeah. they were saying yes. that might work. Yes. Mm-hmm. I you did know, really like enjoy that film. I thought that it did a l- it did great work. She and plays it was the fun. mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was. She, was she, <laughs> she reminded me of my mom. Predictable. <laughs> Predictable. Really, you didn't dig her. She was just too. No, what you I, thought? I, you know, just the, just in general. Again, I I yeah. appreciate what it did for you know societal sort of thing and right. visibility sort of thing. I just thought it was a very predictable rom com. Fair enough. True. I kind of hoped, uh, you know, just because I was like the lead ki- the lead actress in that one was just doing so all right and living her best life on her own that I kind of didn't want her to end up back with that guy. <laughs> Spoiler alert for yeah. everybody who's not seen Crazy Rich Agents or read yeah. the book. I yeah. was kind of like, you kind of don't need him. <laughs> you right. were a professor and just dope. All right. Best supporting wait, 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 wait. We didn't mention Meryl Streep anywhere. Did she not have no, a movie? No, I don't think so. She didn't. I didn't see her at all on the web. So I don't think. How she dare she take a year <laughs> off? Right? Like keep How did we get through my all God. Here's, here's the whole year? She will be, regardless, she'll be sitting front and center on all of these things. Everybody and will people like, hey, will all Meryl. think she's like, like, oh, wait, wasn't she in. You no, know, we're like, that nothing. was Nicole Kidman. That was Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a reserved seat for Meryl, uh, Meryl Streep and Tom <laughs> Hanks on the first row of the Academy Awards. <laughs> Didn't. Didn't we have some politician, though, say something about Meryl Streep not being a good actress? Oh, yeah, but we don't listen to them kind of thing. <laughs> it only matters what we think in I, this room. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so, we are the vortex. So we are going through our, our – our, you, know, you two are giving me your uh, – your your prognosi- pro- uh, I was about to say complicated prognosis, yeah, and I was like, and then I said it poorly. So, but we're gonna go through what we think will be the nominees that come out next Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. best supporting actor. What do you guys think here? Um, of course, we're going back through the same films. There didn't seem to be anything surprising in here except for Beautiful Boy with Timothy Chalamet popped up when we got to this one. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Could see him being nominated now. Okay. Do I think he will be? I don't think so. Mm. Do you think this is all Mahashala Ali's to lose? You know, I know Sam Elliott was out there, and I have the biggest crush on Sam Elliott. I have for years. Even him in garbagey movies, I watch. <laughs> like when he was in Jumping Jack Flash, I was like, I want to be Whoopi Goldberg. I was so excited. You like mustaches? Huh? I love it, and that voice. There's just something yeah. about him. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
kind I of like, normally how can don't you still be so good looking exactly and being so old i yeah. normally do not like mustaches but really? there's sam elliott it works you'll, for him you'll, you'll put up with it yes huh? i will comb it for him and help him condition it'll be great uh, richard grant yes yep. he's on i think so yeah. is good i think um, it's mahershala Ali's to lose though your adam driver did pop up on a yeah, lot okay. of these lists um you know who else i hope and w- i mean Again, give Black Panther a little bit of luck. Michael B. Jordan. That's I an think option. He did a really good job uh, in playing Killmonger. So. There's lots of those out of there. All of those names keep getting thrown around. So we'll see how that one goes. So that'll be fun. Um, this is the – okay, I want to talk about these two because these are two categories that I normally throw out the window and don't pay attention to. This is when I eat snacks. Um, best original screenplay and best adapted screenplay. Tell me why I should care as just a layman. Why uh, you should care? Yes. Um, you know, coming in from behind the scenes, right. kind of working on, again, films and commercials, and it is extremely hard to find good content. Okay. Good scripts. Um, we have a friend, uh, a festival friend, a close friend of ours who just won the Nickel Award. Yep. Winona Wilms, and she's a Native American actress. She's been, excuse me, a writer. She's been working at her craft for 15 years strong. Okay. Almost going on 20 years, and... People are now coming up to her and asking her to adapt a book. Okay. Adapt this book. Adapt. That is hard work. People. Okay. So I would. Thankless. thankless. All right. Absolutely. So I would actually go, again, we, we want originality. Okay. Both of these categories actually pay homage to originality because they're coming in from not from a recycled film. Again, nothing against, you know, the fifth version of <laughs> Star is Born. Right. Um, but these are adapted screenplays, so from books to, to on screen. Bill, now, that thoughts? collection of people that come up there, Bill and Jaden, who are the people, if you have a best original screenplay and a best adapted screenplay, who gets to come up there and get the award? Who are all those the writers. folks? Okay. And, and typically there's a writer. Sometimes there's other people that uh, – uh, script doctor script kind of okay. people, people that they'll collaborate on script. And there's also like story – somebody came up with a story is maybe different than whoever wrote it. Okay. Makes a difference. But from my perspective, you know – and again, there are a few actors who write, but actors would not have anything to do if there weren't people writing the that script. That is true. Okay. They are absolutely the unsung heroes of this. No okay. question about it. It's where these stories virtually come from. Right. So – Yes, they're not the sexiest people maybe in the world, but they're they're the people that come up with the stories. Okay, so. I won't. I will pay attention this year and not oh, go yeah. get snacks. I'll do that. So I would. By, by the way, I would say I hope and I wish Beale Street wins adapted. Yeah, I did see that that was an option as well. You know, I, and it's the, it's a lot of the films that we thought. Yeah. So Black Panther, A Star Is Born, Can You Ever Forgive Me came up on a number of the lists that I can't yep. I, I saw out there, and Black Klansman. So I mean, and and then for best original screenplay, Eighth Grade popped up on most of the lists mm-hmm. that I saw. So. Mm-hmm. I think eighth grade should get it. Okay, yeah, so that'll be really fun. I think Bo should get that one. Yep. Once we get to best original score, that is when I start paying attention again because I do like soundtracks. So <laughs> that yeah. Was yes. So first man, if Beale Street could talk, came up again. Isle of Dogs, which I thought was surprising. I enjoyed that, but I, I did didn't too. think that. Um, Black Panther uh, and Black Klansman all came for that, and then Mary Poppins Returns, and I was kind of like. Mm, I don't know if I think that should make the list. I I want to give it to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That, that soundtrack is amazing. Okay, so we'll see how give that goes. Childish Gambino, come on. Uh, no, just come on. But then you start looking at um, things like best costume design, 
And best costume design I thought was interesting because that one is always, that's when you start getting into the more popular films and films that like people like me, I feel like it watched. Yep. You got a thing. And I'm like, Mary oh Poppins. yeah. Mary Poppins, the favorite. Black, Black Panther. Panther. Mm-hmm. Mary Queen of Scots. And there's sure. always something historic that's oh, very involved with that. Oh, that's yes. where the favorite comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are also looking at, I saw on a couple of lists out there, Crazy Rich Agents, which I would be a book board with because some of those outfits were over the top and insane. Sure. Insanely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. trend setting, all that kind of stuff. But I think things like, I remember when Mad Max a couple of years Whoa. ago, wasn't yes. that up for right. costumes or something? Yep. Because it, yes. it wasn't, there were no Costum- corsets. There were no, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, it's just like bring stuff alive, reinforce characters with what they're wearing. And uh-huh. so those are good examples. It doesn't always have to be, again, something with ruffles and corsets. Right. And then I think we get to the categories that I end up paying attention to these because they normally have films in them that I have watched. But I do kind of think that they make the show long because we start talking about best visual effects. Mm -hmm. That's when there's a lot of the films that, as a geek, I've seen all these movies. But (laughs) it's back to the the people who make all the movies that I love look amazing seem to be terrible at talking and accepting awards. Yeah. And that's unfortunate, you know, kind of thing, because I want them to get their awards, and I, you know, and I always think it's funny when a movie that I love is like, now they get to say they're an Academy Award-winning film, but do I really care that Avengers Infinity War wins an Academy Award or not? I don't think I care. No. No. You, you, like, <laughs> you just want to go and escape and... Right. Yeah. Because even movies that I admit look really great that are up for best visual effects were things like Solo, a Star Wars story. And does that need an Academy Award? No. No. But, 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 <laughs> but the hardworking people behind the scenes. True. Completely. Th- they need uh, recognition. So I think that goes a long way in saying, look, we understand that you're working on this popcorn film, which will make $5 billion, but it was still hard work. Like how many hours were spent? Right. Just one frame like it's then i have a question so if you are one of those people that puts in all of the sweat equity to make these films look great if your film wins an academy award does that increase your paycheck or your ability is that something that you really want to put on your resume you see that in sports all the time oh, sure. okay. like you win the world series or you win the super bowl you get an extra bonus of whatever right i don't think that's the case in uh, okay. you know i th- you know what there, there's lots of conversations about academy award-winning directors who it's it's you know, bir- you know what do you call it? birds chirp? They hear yeah. nothing for a while. Okay. You know, so sometimes, um, sometimes things happen really quickly. It, I think it does raise your sphere of influence okay. a little bit. But I think by then, you know, we also have to remember some of these people worked on stuff and it was th- two years ago, and okay. finally it's out. And so I think they're all have moved on. But yeah, um, and, and majority of the people in the audiences who are in audiences and the, the the commercial audiences that don't realize that these. These films were in like some of these people worked on this film, like Bill said, three years ago, and oh they yeah, finally got distribution. So they already worked on three other films. Films since they like, right. oh yeah, that's right. I did the music for you know and or whatever it is. So yeah, I think. Um, but I, you know, to me, those kind of uh, as as long as there's a good story behind whatever the special effects are, it right. shouldn't be just about it. Because again, I even get. You know, and if people like action, I like some action kind of movies, but mm-hmm. after like 30 seconds of a car chase, I'm done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think that there were some other films Unless like that's where driver. Welcome to Marwin was like to, one of those sure. things that didn't. I thought that movie was going to do. Jaden, I think you and I talked about that, where we thought that movie was going to do better than it did, and it just womp womp, you know, it, kind of thing. But I it looks neat. It. I think it looks weird. It's a weird Like film. good weird Have is what I thought it? it was. Welcome to Marwin. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a weird film. <laughs> I think Steve Carell does an amazing job, and again, it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Sure, you kind of you do. He does again embody the character now, so 
it's just it's one it's like the favorite. Either you right. hate it or you're yeah. like I could yeah. care less about it. Well, I'm excited to see how these things go. Is there any other particular categories that, you know, a lot of times people just kind of like gloss over that you're like, no, really, you guys should stop down and pay attention to that. Did we hit the big ones? Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, it'll uh-huh. be f- yeah I think I think so. It's what people are, are sort of talking about. Yeah, there isn't anything that kind of jumps out at me. I mean, I would, I would go with, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm again, we watch so many films. Right. When, when the best short wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get a, I, I get excited about it because I get to find out about what the shorts, uh, Academy Qualified Shorts were. So mm-hmm. then I go and back maybe and like documentary as well. Do yeah, you like so those I ones? I tend okay. to go back and watch those because I just discovered them through the Academy. So they actually help me discover good good film for the next you know quarter, mm-hmm. quarter two years. Mm-hmm. And usually by the time we get to animated feature, I pick... I perk back up as well and go, oh, I saw that one. (laughs) Well, you got Pixar's going to win everything. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I really think this year that it's going to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I think should be on there. That I mean, other ones that were out there that you know it'll be like that. Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Incredibles two was amazing. That kind of thing. How far away are we? You know, we had the conversation of like popular movies being just regular movies or best picture. How far away are we from saying like? Forget the animated film. These are just solid films. I think that are just family films. They're really popular. People love them, enjoy them. There's stories behind them. They should up should have been a, up should have been yeah up there for the best picture. I feel like Into the Spider Verse is kind of one of those those genre breaking films that could do that kind of thing because it is just a very well constructed story that happens to be animated. You know, and then we have stories like Isle of Dog that I think they were saying that too. So that's. Something that, again, you uh, hope that eventually we all have some sort of parity and equity and it all, you like what you like. Um, right. Because that is a lot of work. And that, that then the voice actors that do those things, that's still acting. You know, that's a True. lot of work. I think, I think part of it, you also have to think of who makes these selections. Right. You know, in the end, who makes these selections? These are not the people's choice. Right. These are the Academy's choice. Exactly. The Academy tends to be older, skews older, skews white. Yes. You know, so... Even as you say, well, this is what I would pick. This is what I pick. Mm-hmm. You know, what What do people, what are the Right. The oh, I know that I yeah. am not. The, I, that's You're why I told Jayden, work on that. We need to get, <laughs> I need a ballot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or I, so anyway, I always think, you know, it's like, what would I like to see? But what will probably win? And a lot of times yes. it's just based on who's currently members of the Academy. It's just the nature of the beast. And I was just thinking just how, you know, we start talking about how so many of these award show, it used to be destination programming. And like so many things, just the viewership has dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. And they've tried to figure out how to make them more um marketable again and i do think that a lot of the shine of why you would like these things is back because you didn't have anything else to watch so having the pageantry of seeing all these people Mm -hmm. you know you would see all of these celebrities and all these people acting you'd see them as characters and then you would see them get up there and speak and go oh my this is my uh my window into them as a real person even though they were still in a persona and all dressed up i think that that was part of the appeal when now we have social media and everybody has an Instagram thing or we get to see videos of Chris Hemsworth hanging out with his family yeah, and doing little yep. things so we don't need shows like Completely. this as much to give us that background. Well, and, and the award shows were started by the studios. They right. wanted they wanted to glitz and glamour and elevate their stars and make them, you know, a superhuman kind right. of people and uh, superhuman whatnot. And so it, to me, it, I, I can see where it's maybe dwindled because you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. We've seen We've seen through the keyhole for right. a lot of these people. We don't. 
We don't now we go through their Twitter them. feed and say, is this what you really do no, in your spare time? You know, you know if you so. want attention, what do you do? You stumble walking up to the red carpet. Exactly. Or make a really political speech. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's or bad. Or get mad that somebody put the Fiji water behind you or the you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Well, you know, and, and, of, and working with actors and, you know, I say, so are you going to watch the Academy Awards? Or did you watch the Golden Globes? No, not really. For a lot of people, and they're like, well, why do you watch them? It's like, well, it's kind of a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And it's what people talk about. And right. so you you sort of engage on it. We're part of the business, so. Well, I know in the past the Twin Cities Film Fest has had like a viewing party for the Oscars. Yes. Do you guys plan on doing of that again course. this year? Yes. So for <laughs> Hollywood's big night. <laughs> yes. We, are we can't say the OSCAR word. We are having a viewing party at no cost. Yes. It's a complimentary. The O party. That sounds salacious. The yeah, the, the Oprah. I think party. Oprah's coming. Yeah. Um, oh. No, we are gonna. So on Sunday, the twenty fourth at the yep. Icon Theaters, we'll just have a view party, viewing party. So just come on down, um, enjoy yourself. It'll be free. Yeah. Yep. Free suggested donation. Dress for the night. I actually we're going to be in Los Angeles for and the Oscars, like, so I won't be here physically in town either. But we're really, <laughs> you're no, both, we're both <laughs> gone. No, this but is the first time in like years. Yeah, but we we have. We have a great team that will we have a team that'll be Well, I'll be here. I'll pop in and like watch everybody. Oh, do, do. We're, we're collaborating. We're partnering with, with a, uh, team another women. nonprofit called Team Women, and it's all about um, they have uh, women executives. So they're all about getting the women executives out there, and the fact that any woman could be an executive. Um, that's their kind of mission. So we're partnering with them and getting some of their uh, constituents out to the or to the viewing party as well. Well, Bill, I know that you are very busy with all of the stuff going on at the Twin Cities Film Fest, but you are still doing all of your amazing acting coaches and coaching yes. and your workshops. And so, is the best yep. place for people to find that information your website? The website, yeah, BillCooper.info. Actually, it's not oh. BillCooper.com, but gotcha. it's BillCooper.info. When I went to get a website about, oh, I don't know, ten, twelve, fifteen years ago, yes. BillCooper.com was taken, BillCooper.net was taken, BillCooper.tv was taken. Wow. So I ended up going like BillCooper.info. So you can get info on Bill Cooper well at BillCooper.info. And we will link to all of that. And, of course, people oh, that'd can be fantastic. Yeah, so I, we'll do all yep. that. I teach most of the year. I take a little break when it comes about August until after the festival just because it gets so crazy busy. But I'm there. And, Jayton, do you have anything coming up with the Film Fest uh, in the next month or so? What do we uh, have going we on? We actually have a screening tomorrow of a Minnesota Shorts Showcase. We actually have our Actor Expo at the end of March. So as we talk about acting mm-hmm. here in this uh, particular podcast, check out TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. And we do have an Actor Expo. It's an annual thing. This is our 10th year doing it, uh, or 9th year doing it. And um, it's, a, it's an all-day conference. We meet and greet with agents, meet and greet with filmmakers and casting directors so if you have any kind of interest in getting back into acting or exploring acting it's a it's a an amazing fun day perfect well and you can always be part of our show if you have any suggestions we would encourage you to just go make sure that you like us that you give us your feedback you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at be our geek and we love to hear from you because sometimes people go you know what you should talk about this and i'm like yes we should and you're doing all the work for me and i don't have to do as much of it so we encourage you to do that and again you can find all of these episodes and more if you go to our website be our geek or twincitiesfilmfest.org and bill thank you so much for oh, joining us really fun i always like to talk about movies and yes acting. and so so we will have to have you back on, and we can see if all of your predictions were actually correct next time we do a show. Thank you again for listening to our show, everyone. Thanks for being part of Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. 
Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.